Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from OKEngine6401 and says, Would I be the a-hole for moving away from my disabled boyfriend? Edit, English is not my first language, so I'm sorry if any of this does not make sense. I, 25 female, have been with my boyfriend, 25 male, since we were 19. When we were 23, he was injured in a skiing accident. His injuries were so severe that he was paralyzed from the neck down, and he has been semi-comatose ever since. Other than that, he can do very little. He is no longer there. His body is essentially functioning on autopilot. There are more medical issues, but I do not want to divulge his private information any more than I have to. We were planning to get married, and I still love him very much. Since his accident, he has lived at the hospital and then his parents. We lived together but our fifth floor apartment was not suitable for his needs and I worked too much to care for him. His parents live 90 minutes out from our city. I visit four to five times a week, sometimes more if I can. It's been a point of contention between his mother and myself that I do not visit every day. I literally cannot do this with the hours I work and I'm scared I will get into a road traffic accident driving in the dark and icy conditions. We live in a very snowy, icy state. His family basically lives on a mountain and runs a skiing resort, so the roads are terrifying. I work in a small and intensely competitive field. The salary I'm on right now is fine for the city I live in, major US city, but I could be earning almost double if I relocate. I've been offered an amazing job across the country, and I really want to take it. When I told his mother about how I was considering this job, she lost it. She told me I was an awful person to consider moving away from him. She said I was betraying him by abandoning him and moving on. I told her that I couldn't just stop living because of what happened. She started screaming at me. I am empathetic because I understand that she feels as though the world is moving on without him. I feel that way too. I'm very conflicted. I'm unsure if it is wrong to do this. Me and my boyfriend had promised we would marry each other. I do feel like I'm abandoning him. Would I be the a-hole for taking the job? I'm going to start in the comments with Auntie Fascist, who says, not the a-hole. From what you described, he has no idea you are there, and you are very kind to have hung on this long, but you can't keep putting your life on hold for someone who is permanently semi-comatose. This is about his mother not wanting to feel abandoned. It's not about him. Hem says, not the a-hole. I doubt your boyfriend would want you to give up on your dreams. Terrible Turtle says, I'm sorry this has happened. It is a no-win situation, but the person you knew doesn't exist anymore. It's awful for everyone, and his mum has taken a hurt and anger out on you. It is okay, if painful, to move on, but the man you wanted to marry is gone. Good luck, and not the a-hole. Esk says not the a-hole. You need to get on with your life. From what you mention, it's unlikely he'll recover, which is very sad. However, he's well taken care for by his parents. His mother is living a nightmare. 
She doesn't want to be mean to you, but you need to understand what she's going through. It's nowhere near close to your pain. For a mother to see her son like that is heartbreaking. So she takes her frustrations on you. The fact you can continue with your life. Don't blame her, but don't mind her comments either. Go live. Opie responds in, I don't blame her at all for her comments. She's verbalizing a lot of what I'm feeling, but my family, who live in another country, are essentially telling me what these comments are all saying. So I feel as though I'm being torn in two and couldn't tell if I was wrong for this. Bonging fool says not the a-hole. This is an awful situation. I understand his mother's reaction is stemming from grief and she most likely can't see how she is hurting you. But if your boyfriend is now basically brain dead, which is what I understood from your description, and there isn't much left to your relationship, I'm sorry you're going through this. You do have the right to move on with your life and take the job. It is very understandable that you'd feel guilt over this, but you need to do what is right for you. I doubt there is any other way out of such a traumatic situation. Hope you are able to move on and heal from this. An emotional koala says, Not the a-hole. Oh, duckling, what an awful situation to be in. You're so young and no matter what you choose, people are going to have an opinion. I'm probably going to be crucified for this, but you need to consider yourself and your needs in this situation. It is unfair what happened to your boyfriend, of course. Tragic, awful, unfair. But you are not married. You don't have kids. You weren't officially engaged. His mother sounds like she's not on your side about anything understanding given what a son is going through but there's nothing to say your relationship might not have lasted anyway a lot of people change in their early 20s and who knows if you two would have gone the distance the fact is your lives are now very different and you are right you can't stop living because of this accident you have hard choices ahead of you but remember to factor yourself in too and like a lot of the comments said there that's an incredibly tragic and unfair situation and and dealing with that as a 23 year old as well and i got to admit my thoughts was very much along the same as the second comment which i'm not sure it was fair to say or what but my thoughts if like i sort of thought i was in that position i'd want whoever it was to move on with their life obviously i can't say that would be every person's choice because i just don't know but if that was me and something happened to me i'd want people to to move on my loved ones to to live their life and clearly mother's just in a whole lot of pain as well at the moment i know op is as well but mother is obviously in a lot of pain too and i do feel like you're in a bit of a no win situation in this particular case and but at the same time i think you need to do what's best for you as well whilst that's also going to be incredibly hard at the same time op did update the post which says I just would like to update anyone who left a kind comment and, and might stumble upon the update. That post and the comments and chats I received have pushed me to accept the job. I moved cities January 9th and I start my job January 16th. This is all happening very quickly, but I have realized that I need to put myself first and I'm not an a-hole for living my life, despite it being incredibly painful. My boyfriend's mother does not agree. She is no longer speaking to me. I'm not allowed to see my boyfriend. Who I guess is no longer my boyfriend and hasn't been for two years. I knew this would happen so I said goodbye to him before I told her. I do not want to repeat what she said to me. However, it was awful. She says I ruined Christmas because I made the decision on the 23rd but she knew this was possible and it was a time-sensitive offer. As one commenter said, it was never going to be a good time to do this. On the plus side, her hating me has made it so that I have to leave for this job. I have no ties here anymore. I may be the a-hole in her eyes, but this is what I need. I'm having fleeting moments of regret, but my family and therapist have said that in the five days since making this decision, 
I seem lighter. I'm excited for this new chapter. Thank you again for the kind comments. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. How do you feel about this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And for our second story, we're going to go over to the malicious compliance subreddit from NewTechie1 who says, you only pay mileage for the shortest possible trip. Okay, then you have to pay my tolls. And this one does come with an update as well. At my job, every day I have to travel between two offices. I start at my main office, then have to travel to the second office, then back to my main office. Because I'm using my personal vehicle for this travel, the company pays me mileage. Well, there are basically two routes you can take between the two offices. One is about a mile round trip shorter, but has tolls. So I always took the one mile longer route and avoid the tolls. I did it this way for a year. Well, in comes a new bookkeeper and she is hell-bent on saving the company money. And where does she think all this wasteful money is going? Expense reports, obviously. So she starts nitpicking every report, like if someone was out and has to buy some pens for work. She goes online and finds the cheapest price possible for those pens, and only reimburses for that cheaper price. It obviously has peed several people off. Well, she eventually decided to target me. I submit my report for two weeks and a few days later get the reimbursement payment. Well, it's $5.85 short. I ask her about it and she says I've been ripping off the company for the past year by taking the longer route between the offices. She will only pay mileage for the shorter route from now on. And I'm lucky she doesn't go back and take back all the extra from the past year. I say okay, but to please send me that per her, I must take a shorter route and that this is a company policy and leave her office. Before I even made it to my desk, I had the email from her confirming what she said. Two weeks later, I submit my expense report. I reported the shorter route. To the company say $5.85, but tolls added up to $136, and that loss for the company of $130.15. It's been six months and I'm still taking the shorter route, costing the company an extra $130.15 every two weeks. And I love that kind of malicious compliance. And it gave me a memory of when I worked for a company a little while ago and I had to do a lot of printing on one of these like office sized printers. We had to print like questionnaires and on different colors and stuff like that. And we had someone new in the accounts and they was trying to save the company money. And they was looking at the toners that we buy for these printers. And we bought, we always bought sort of like the, the branded versions pretty much. And to be fair, they were pretty expensive, but they did last a long time. And anyway, she found online, I can't remember where she found it, some other site, some toners that were like 50% cheaper and it was going to save the company thousands and thousands per year. But to do this, she had to sign a contract with this company. Like, she'll stay with them for two years and but we have to take all the toners from them at this price. And I think in the end, because the toners didn't last as long, we paid like four times as much as what we was paying for the branded products. Deary, deary me. It did bring a smile to my face, though, I gotta say. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. But as I said, OP did update the post for us, which says, First, I want to apologize for not getting this update to you all sooner. December and January are my busiest times, and I just haven't had time to sit down and write it out. The update. This extra cost the company went on all last year, but my estimates it cost the company about an extra 3,500 last year. So the third week of December, we have our annual budget review with all the department heads. It's usually just a quick chit chat about how things went over the year. Then we all get a nice catered lunch. This year went a little different. First, Karen Bookkeeper asked that we have a projector set up in the conference room so she could give a presentation on how much she saved the company since she was hired at the beginning of the year. This was great for me. I prepared my own presentation. She starts off the meeting going over each department, going over the changes she has made to save money. Her big cherry on top of her savings was how much she saved by cracking down on excess expense reimbursements. Now, I should say here that she is not liked by any of the department heads. Most of the employees have complained to their department heads about her bull, and they've been forced to just take the complaints with no power to do anything about it. I, on the other hand, am a one-person department. So, her presentation ends with a big hooray on how cutting down on expense reimbursements has saved the company a whole $3,500 last year. Then we start going over each department budget. Everything is going normally until they get to my budget. Wait, why is it so far over budget, my boss asks. And this is where my short PowerPoint gets played. I bring up the first slide and a slightly longer route I was taking between the offices. I explained that this was the route I was taking and what the mileage reimbursement was. The next slide was the new shorter route. I explained that Karen forced me to take this route because the mileage reimbursement was less, saving the company about $5.85 every two weeks, a little more after the mileage rate went up in July. Then I showed the next slide of Karen's email. Included in the email is a part about this being final and there will be no further discussion on the matter. The final slide was all the total reimbursements I was paid over the year including the approximate total year-to-day that was a result of the new shorter route. I explained that I had been able to discuss the matter with Karen. I explained that had I been able to discuss the matter with Karen, I could have explained that the shorter route had these extra tolls. And I said, that's the reason I'm so over budget this year. The room was silent for what seems like forever. The owners of the company asked everyone except Karen to step out of the room for a few minutes. When the door opened back up, Karen walked out silent, went to her desk and started packing up her things. That was the end of Karen. Holy moly. Like I always say in these types of situations, can you imagine sitting in that meeting room when that's going down? These slides come up and just checking out Karen's face as she realized like, oh shit. <laughs> wow. What do you guys make of this one? Do you have your own malicious compliance stories? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another one. And our next story comes from Throwaway Lobster, who says, Am I the a-hole for refusing to order lobster for my five-year-old daughter? Throwaway for privacy reasons. Plus, I'm on mobile and English isn't my first language, so I'm sorry for eventual formatting and spelling issues. Well, anyway, 
I, 27 male, went to a restaurant with my brother, 22, as well as my daughter, 5. We haven't seen each other in a while, so we wanted to talk there and took my daughter with me because she loves her uncle, which he does too. Neither did I invite him nor he me, so he would pay for him and I for my daughter and myself. I normally don't spend much on food, so I wanted to treat myself a little and ordered something with lobster, which wasn't all too cheap. My brother ordered something with pasta, which was cheaper, I suppose, if it's important. As my daughter can't really read yet, I listed some of the things I knew she'd like from the menu. I decided before and told my brother what it was because he asked me about it. After I listed my daughter the dishes, she said that she wanted to have the same as I had and I refused right away. When she asked why, I told her something along the lines of, it's too expensive to order it for you. Plus, she wouldn't appreciate it anyway and won't eat it. In 10 years or so, we can talk about it again. We could get you a small lasagna for you. Do you like lasagna? My daughter refused to decide for anything else, so in the end, I just ordered the lasagna for her. My brother called me an a-hole for saying that my daughter wouldn't appreciate it because of her age. I didn't respond to it and I just sighed as I didn't want to escalate into a fight. The mood was quite tense from that moment on and my daughter wouldn't stop pouting, even refusing to eat a lasagna until I told her that she wouldn't be getting anything else at home for a couple of hours. When I got home, my husband asked why our daughter was so grumpy, so I told him what was up. He doesn't really like my brother, which is why he didn't want to come along for anyone wondering. He didn't necessarily agree nor disagree with my decision per se, but thinks I shouldn't have directly told our daughter that because she wouldn't be grumpy and pouty now. I'd just like to have some opinions from people outside the situation and my close ones. I don't think I'm the a-hole, but my brother does, so maybe someone can explain his views to me if you share them. So, am I the a-hole? And Opie does have like an edit kind of update with some questions that's answered in a second. I'm going to go with a not the a-hole on this one, only from like my nieces and nephews and going to dinner with them and going to the pub for food with them, etc. And their parents know what they like. They know what's best for them and all this kind of thing. There's nothing wrong with them wanting to try the food. Maybe she could have had something off of a little bit off OP's plate just to try it to see if she liked it. And then maybe next time could have lobster. Why not, right? And I'm only going from my brother's and my sister-in-law side of things here is that try things at home and and I know this could be potentially controversial, but a five-year-old trying food at a restaurant and, and just having a plate of lobster to themselves doesn't sound like a particularly good idea to me. Who knows? But Charlie Green Mongoose says not the a-hole for not buying an expensive dish and potentially wasting money. She's five and wouldn't eat a full adult portion. It's unlikely to be on the children's menu, but I would have let her try yours. If she did like it, then you could give her a small portion of it. And if you're still hungry, eat a lasagna. If she didn't like it, then you'd have a better base for your argument. Timely Proposal says you're the a-hole for the way you handled it. It's fine to not order lobster for your five-year-old, of course, but you could have proposed to split your plate so she could have tried it at least. And she would have had the lasagna as a fallback that you would have shared with her if she liked your plate. I mean, isn't it great your daughter is curious about food and wants to try new things? Now, Villager says, I agree with your decision, but I think you could have managed your daughter's expectations better by saying something like, you haven't had it before and you might not like it. You love lasagna, let's order that, and you can try some of mine this time. If you like it, we can have it another time. You're the a-hole. Columbo's Peugeot says, not the a-hole. I paid for far too many restaurant meals I knew my kid wouldn't enjoy before I finally put my foot down. Kids can try new things at home, not expensive lobster meals at a restaurant. 
edit, please people. I didn't say OP shouldn't share. I was only speaking to letting a child order whatever they fancy in an expensive restaurant when you know they won't like it. Danny Machismo says, uh, you didn't have to order a lobster to not be the a-hole here. You just have to gently explain that she very probably wouldn't like it and to order something else this time and that you would let her try a bite from yours to see whether next time it would be worth ordering it without bringing money into it. What you essentially said to her was, I'm worthy of expensive food and you are not and that 1000% means you're the a-hole. But OP continued with her edit and said thanks for all your responses. I understand that I'm not the a-hole for ordering the lobster per se but I am for the way I handled it. If a similar situation ever comes up again, I will definitely handle it differently, that's for sure. As I've seen several comments with the same questions, I'll answer them like that instead of responding to every single one. Why didn't you ask your daughter if she wanted something else than lasagna? I did and she ignored me pouting. I obviously didn't want her to sit there with no food while I and my brother were eating. So I just ordered it because I knew she'd like it. Did you slash why didn't you share your lobster with your daughter? I didn't because she neither likes sharing herself nor having someone else share with her. Either it's hers from the start or she doesn't want it. So I didn't bother asking her, especially since she was ignoring me anyway. How can you say you won't give your daughter any more food for hours? I, of course, would never refuse to give my daughter food when she's hungry. And no, the drive home isn't several hours long, but just about half an hour depending on traffic. I just said that so she wouldn't refuse to eat a lasagna and didn't actually mean it. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? What would you do if you was OP? I can only cast my mind back and like seeing my niece and nephews ordering like different types of food, something completely different to what they've never had before, which one of the comments said, you know, isn't it great that your child wants to sort of like experiment? And I think that's absolutely wonderful. But then when it turns up to the table, they have a bite and go, nah, I'm not eating that. <laughs> But of course, I absolutely agree with letting children try food and, you know, experimenting. I think it's a wonderful thing. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support and your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully I'm going to see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.